The title of the message I'm bringing to you this morning is uh, He Shall Be Called. And uh, as you can uh, imagine, this is in line with this season in which we are, this festive season, Christmas season. And, uh, but it is uh, uh, at the same time part of this whole journey of life in which we find ourselves. So our first scripture that uh, we want to read in line with this in the, is in the book of uh, uh, Timothy chapter 1 verse 3, Third Timothy chapter 1 verse 3, and actually we, uh, 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 it talks about the fact that uh, in the last days uh, they shall be what? Difficult times. And uh, obviously we don't need to explain, we don't need to struggle and to realize that uh, we are living in very difficult times. But the Bible also says in the book of Psalm 145 verse 2, the Lord protects all those who love him. So even though the times in which we live are uh, prophetically fulfilling what has been said about them, we have uh, a peace. We have uh, an anchor. We have something to stand on. The promise of God. The God who promises and never fails. He says that, that he will protect uh, those who love him. So, during this season, during this talk, what I really want to do is that uh, to bring to you how by the grace of God, you can uh, 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 hold on to the promise of God and how you can experience uh, not only God's protection, but also his breakthrough. Amen. We don't want to just survive. We don't want to just uh, go by, barely making it. We want to receive the fullness of God's word, the fullness of God's promises, uh, and we want to enjoy everything, every promise. Amen. Amen? So what I really want you to understand is that even though the promise of God is so clear about his protection, about his provision, about his blessings, uh, my, uh, I am afraid uh, it is not always the case in many of us, our lives. Uh, and that is not necessarily because of uh, anything, but because of our lack of knowledge. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter uh, uh, 4 verse 6 that my people perish uh, because of lack of knowledge. And the knowledge that we lack sometimes is about what God is saying we should do in order to obtain his promises. So the question is how to overcome the difficulties of life. Because we all go through them one way or the other. We are challenged. We are opposed by forces. And I want to tell you, that is a fact that all those who call upon the name of the Lord, the Bible says they shall be saved. Amen? Amen? But I'm afraid you are not going to experience a, free, a victory and freedom only casually. I have come to understand that the blessings of God will not come to you if you do not uh, Hold God by his word. If you do not come to him in faith and so on and so forth. So I, I really want to say that uh, it is not enough uh, to, for us to live our Christian life. But we need to be very intentional. We need to be desperate. We need to be uh, 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 focused. We need to come to him uh, with boldness and with confidence. Uh, knowing that as we do so, he's going to rescue and bless us. Amen. So just as uh, it was with the Israelites when uh, the Messiah came more than 2,000 years ago, 
during the, real, uh, the rulership of the Romans uh, in the time of uh, Jesus' birth in uh, 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 Israel or in Canaan or Palestine, wherever you call it. Uh, just as that time of uh, immense difficulty, immense challenges for the people of God, God decided to bring an answer to their needs, uh, to their suffering by bringing a king. Amen. Amen. So the same, we can do the parallel today. We are not going to experience Jesus' birth afresh, no. But we are going to commemorate his birth in a couple of days. But this comes in the same pattern of time. The same difficulties that we are faced with today. And the hope, the answer to these needs, the answer to these troubles, the answer to the challenges that we all face is still Jesus. So I want to encourage you, don't just celebrate the birth of the Son of God. But experience the benefits of His coming that are still relevant today. He did not just uh, come to give us life. John chapter 10 verse 10 says what? Uh, 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 the enemy, the devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And Jesus said, but I have come to give life and to give it more abundantly. So we want to read in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 4 to 8a. It says, while we live in these uh, uh, earthly bodies, we groan and sigh. But it is not that we want to die and get rid of these bodies that clothe us. That is to say, we are not uh, just expecting to just die and go. We want to live. Rather, we want to put on our new bodies so that these dying bodies uh, will be swallowed up uh, by life. God himself has prepared for us for this. And as a guarantee, he has given us his Holy Spirit. That is to say, the way for you and I to survive in these difficult times, it is with the help of the comforter of the Holy Spirit. So verse 6 of this scripture says, So we are always confident. Not sometimes, but always. That doesn't sound very exciting to you. <laughs> Amen. Why can we be so confident? It says, even though we know that as long as we live in these bodies, we are not at home with the Lord. For we live by believing and not by seeing. Another translation in the King James says, oh, what? Uh, 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 for we live not by sight, but by faith. Amen. Verse 8a says what? Yes, we are fully confident. And that is the core of my message today. As we commemorate the death and the resurrection of Jesus, actually the birth of Jesus today, actually, uh, that is the, the correct one. It's not a, a, a Easter, but it's a, a, a Christmas. So his birth, what we want to do, we want to stand on the confidence, on, on the hope that he brings. In spite of the challenges, we want to carry on holding on to the Lord, our God. He will make a way for us. Why? Because he promised so. We will experience his miracles. We will come out of every challenge, every one of them, one way or the other, because the Lord said so. And because of his faithfulness, because of what he has done throughout history, he is worth trusting. Amen. 
And the question will be, uh, Pastor, so why will you be so confident looking at uh, the challenges? Uh, for example, our nation at the moment, it is so complicated politically, how things are going the way we can't even see how we are going to come out of this situation. Some people are panicking and so on and so forth. You will tell me, how can you be confident in such an environment? That is why this scripture in the book of Isaiah is very relevant. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7. It says, For a child is born unto us, but a son is given to us. This is worth even some, uh, a little bit of explanation, but I will not focus on that. I will go further. The government will rest upon his shoulders, and he will be called a Wonderful Counselor. Actually, in the NLT, it makes it in one word or uh, the same together. But in other translations, it says his name shall be called Wonderful and then Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And the good news uh, is verse 7. His government and its peace uh, will never end. So the same way Jesus came and brought hope to the people of Israel when they were in captivity, when they were actually also under the rule of the Roman Empire. Let me tell you, Jesus is come to here today, is relevant, is alive today. We are not just commemorating, we are not just remembering, but is real, as real as you see me, as real as you see your neighbor. Hallelujah. His government... And its peace will never end. In a troublesome world, in a chaotic world, let me tell you, this is not just some uh, uh, spiritual uh, 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 jargon. It is a reality if you dare to exercise this uh, uh, faith thing. He says he will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David. For when? All eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's army will make this happen. This scripture is saying that the lordship of Jesus, the rulership of Jesus will manifest itself in every aspect of our lives. And what will make this possible is the zeal, the power, the anointing of the Holy Spirit that is given unto us. So I will be analyzing in what way we can experience this as a Christian today. So the first thing that he says in the book of Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6, his name shall be called what? Wonderful counselor. And the word wonderful is an adjective through the dictionary. It says what? The word means astonishing, marvelous. And when you go a little bit further and look at other uh, translations or explanation of that same word, uh, it goes uh, further. It actually comes from uh, a, a, a German root, uh, to talking about wonderful. It means uh, actually two words. That is the uh, uh, full of wonder. It talks about the capacity that God has to do amazing things, astonishing things, supernatural things. And we saw that in scripture. Let me tell you, don't just read the Bible casually. Things don't just happen. They happen to those who are determined. They happen to those who are engaged. They happen to those who have enough of their circumstances. They happen to people who decide to say, The Lord, except you do it, except you bless me, I will not let you go. 
Today we are unable to see the miracle, the miracles. We are unable to experience the supernatural only because we are too casual. Church, let us wake up. He didn't say his name was called wonderful. His name shall be called wonderful. It is a present reality. Just like in the book of Daniel chapter 3, the Bible talks about an, a situation in which uh, three young men uh, were put to the test of their faith uh, and uh, uh, they were uh, 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 pushed by the king uh, Nebuchadnezzar to bow to the image uh, that he had uh, uh, raised uh, and everybody was doing so. But these three young men uh, decided we are not going to bow, we are not going to compromise. And let me tell you, the application of this is that the word of God is our manual. The word will give you easy ways out. The word will give you ways and reasons to compromise. But if you are like these three Hebrew boys, you will say, we will not bow. And the king said, if you don't bow, you will burn. And I can imagine them saying, if we bow, actually, that is when we are going to burn. You didn't get that, did you? They received the counsel of the Lord. They refused to use a human uh, 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 way. So they refused to allow fear to take hold of them. They sticked to the counsel of God. May I suggest to someone, if you are in the midst of something that is very challenging, refuse to give in to the lies of the enemy. Because any compromise will lead you to a damnation. The enemy will make you look like, oh, it is easy. Just go about it. Everybody does it. But as you do it, I am afraid the end will be very sour. I prefer to hold on and to resist and to refuse to compromise and to see the salvation of the Lord. This is exactly what these three young men did. They took the counsel of the Lord. May I tell somebody, never go to the enemy for help. Never go to the enemy, to the world for assistance. Stick to the Lord. You may not feel anything is happening, but the Lord is working behind the scenes. And today, there are many gods, just like this modern image that Nebuchadnezzar raised. Today, the funny thing is that it is not like an image that you are going to bow to. It is like a very subtle we have the God of money, the God of jobs, the God of, uh, I mean, uh, all kinds of things, uh, your, your, your profession, the lust of the flesh. All these things are gods. But you know what? They are so subtle, you cannot even identify them. But you need to be very careful. Reach out to Jesus, for in him alone is your help. And this king... Wanted to force these young Hebrew boys uh, to compromise. And he made uh, the, uh, 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 the furnace uh, uh, to, to be heated seven times more. That talks about the pressures under which we find ourselves on day-to-day -day, uh, life. And many of us, we are tempted to say, okay, after all, who sees me? After all, what is the point holding on to the word of God? Let me tell you, it is worth holding on to it. Because the Bible says, what does it benefit a man? To gain the whole world and to lose his soul. Amen. Amen. 
The fire was so heated that the people who threw these three young men, who refused to bow, they were burnt themselves. But as they were thrown into that fire, the reality is God opened the eyes of the, uh, the, 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 uh, uh, the, the, the one who was uh, throwing them, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, and he saw with his own eyes. Uh, didn't we throw in uh, three men? But it looks like there are four inside there. Let me tell you, in the midst of your challenge, you may feel you are under heat, uh, you are under pressure, but you are not on your own. Jesus promised, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you. Hold on to his promise. And these young men were uh, bound. They were thrown into that uh, 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 furnace. But uh, the Bible says this king was able to see them without any bound. Let me tell you, in the midst of the fire, the Holy Spirit of God will deal with the situation and make you come out with a victory. The harder life becomes, uh, the greater your, your testimony will be. Hold on to him. Never compromise. Only their bonds were burned. No hair, no cloth, nothing was burned. Let me tell you, the situation in which you find yourself, uh, keep on holding on because God ultimately will make you to come out. Uh, he said in the book of Isaiah chapter 43, when you go through the fire, I will be there with you. Amen. He has never changed. This is no time. No, you see, I'm not trying to make your situation look like it is nothing. But I'm telling you, keep on holding on. Keep on believing. Keep on trusting for help is on the way for you. The other name that is given to him is that he's a mighty God. And in terms of being mighty God, he does mighty works. That reminds me in the book of Isaiah chapter 38, uh, the story of a king called Ezekiah. And the Bible talks about the fact that uh, he received a word from the prophet Isaiah to put his house in order because he was uh, to, be, uh, to, to die. The Lord was uh, shortening his life. This man heard that report. Uh, some uh, theologian talked about uh, if you are told uh, to put your house in order, that means maybe it was uh, uh, disorderly or whatever, but that is another discussion. But what I really feel is is that this man heard this report and he never cried. He never appealed to the man of God that prayed to your God for me. He turned his back, uh, his face to the wall and the Bible says he started crying out to God. He pleaded with God the Father that I do not want to die. I want to live. I want to continue to serve you. And he made some statements that are very powerful. You know that I have lived with you with all my heart. I have served you uh, faithfully. Therefore, I want the extension of my life and the bible says the same isaiah i can imagine maybe before even coming out of the palace the holy spirit spoke to him again go back to this man and tell him that i've heard him and that i'm adding 15 more years to his years i want you to know that prayer has power the power of prayer is able to change anything i don't remember this queen of this country who was asked at the time where england 
hand was so powerful, really having authority over almost, uh, I mean, uh, more than half of the world. Uh, and she was asked uh, who she feared the most, uh, what nation she feared the most. And she said she feared the, the, the most, uh, the prayer of a man of God, uh, who was uh, not even a very powerful person in appearance, uh, but he served a powerful God. And the queen knew that because of this man's uh, prayer, things were able to change circumstances. I would like to appeal to you that go on your knees more. Cry out to God for the, with him, uh, nothing shall be impossible. And whether or not this man had his house in a, 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 a chaotic environment, let me tell you, no matter how far you have turned, uh, your life has been, uh, there is always uh, hope. You can still come back. You can still, the arms of the Lord are always stretched, uh, waiting for you and I to return to him. Amen. And today, I pray that this uh, will resonate with you. Yes. The other name that is given to that Jesus of Nazareth is Everlasting Father. Matthew chapter 6 uh, talks uh, about uh, the Lord's Prayer. And the Lord that teaches us that uh, when we pray, we should do what? We should say what? Uh, God. No. It's say our Father who are in heaven. Don't just say God because there are so many gods. I know you are addressing that prayer to the God that you serve, but it is too vague. He said, he taught us as uh, an example. He said, our Father. And the uh, uh, the, the, you see, there is so much to learn from that, but I just want to mention one or two things on that uh, note. He is our everlasting Father. And when we come to Him in prayer, when we come to Him with our knees, uh, we come with the confidence that I'm going to my dad. I'm not going to a, a, a stranger. I'm not going to a distant God. I'm coming to my daddy. The one whose uh, blood is flowing through me. And I know uh, many of us, we may have been through challenging relationships with our physical parents. And that can blur our kind of relationship or our understanding with uh, a, a, a father figure. But let me tell you, he is uh, the father above all fathers. He never fails. He never disappoints. He's always there. And you know what? You don't need protocol. You just come anytime, anytime, time, time, any moment. He's there waiting. Actually, he's been yearning for you to come and fellowship with him. So when you come to him, come with the assurance. Remember, we read, he said that we have this very strong confidence. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16, come boldly before the throne of grace to obtain mercy and grace for the time of need. Why should I come boldly? When I need, uh, I mean, when my children need something from me, they don't like write a letter, please, and do kind all of, no, they just come straight. And you know what? Because they never asked to come into this world. I brought them in. I'll make sure they get what they need. But you know, the great thing is that God will not just meet your needs. The Bible says he will do exceeding, abundantly, above all that you ask or even think. Wow. Come on, church, you are too quiet on me. Hallelujah. I take it that you are thinking. 
but he's also the Prince of Peace. If there is uh, something that is lacking in our age, it's peace. You see, people think uh, uh, peace uh, is like uh, going to a warring zone or in a country where, like Syria or uh, uh, Ukraine or where. No, 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 no. You can be seated here, but in your mind, all kinds of things are going around. You are bombarded left and right. You are uh, uh, like uh, 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 bombarded by the thoughts of the enemy. I would like you to know that the God of our salvation, uh, he wants you to have peace. Remember Jesus said, my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives. But he gives it. Unless you take it, it won't amount to anything. And there is a good example in the book of Acts chapter 12 about a man who had every reason to be disturbed. But in the midst of his challenge, Acts chapter 12 verse 6, the Bible talks about the fact that Herod decided to kill more Christians because he realized that when he did kill a couple of the disciples, the, 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 the people liked it. So he took Peter and threw him into prison. And the Bible talks about in verse 12, chapter 12, verse 6, that the night before Peter was, was to be executed, he was what? Fast asleep. Amen. Could you imagine the scene? This guy had already killed a couple of people because of their faith. And you are thrown into prison. If it were me, to be frank, I'm not sure I will be sleeping. That night will be like all night prayer meeting. But this man had a personal experience of the God of his salvation. This man knew who he was serving. It wasn't just some rhetorics. It wasn't just some uh, uh, Christian jargon. He knew his God. And my prayer to you today, engage more with the word. Be determined. Be desperate. Engage. Go further. Don't be casual. The night before his execution, the Bible says he was fast asleep, fastened with two chains between two soldiers. Others stood guard at the prison gates. And may I tell somebody today, maybe you may not find yourself in a physical prison. Thank God, that's why you're here. But you may be in an emotional prison. You can be in a financial prison. You can be... Right now, you may be struggling with an illness. And that illness has kept you captive, limited your movement, limited your ability to do things as you want them done. I have good news today for you. The God who set Peter free is here to set you free. Now I wish you could say a, big, a bigger amen to that. Amen. No matter what prison you find yourself in, you can have peace because help is on the way. This is not just a, a charismatic or a Pentecostal jargon. It is a reality. My Bible says in the book of Hebrews uh, chapter 13 verse 8 uh, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And may I tell somebody here, you are closer to your miracle than you think. The breakthrough is not far. 
And we have declared this month of December as our month of breakthrough. It is high time for hope to arise again. It is high time for the church to be determined, to be uh, defiant to the lies of the enemy. To say, I'm not having this anymore. I got so encouraged uh, talking about Prince of Peace and Mighty God. Uh, On Thursday, we had uh, 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 ID kit. uh, And uh, as uh, uh, it happened, I prayed for two of uh, the sisters that came uh, after... uh, sharing the word and uh, 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 straight after uh, finishing uh, sharing the word I felt uh, there was an anointing to heal the sick so I called out if any one of you is sick here come forward not knowing exactly two of the sisters had uh, excruciating pain and they told me later on that they were even hesitating whether to come to the garden you see never decide to stay home because you are unwell maybe the reason why the enemy is making it look worse is because your healing is on the way if they had stayed home do you know what they wouldn't have received their breakthrough and their healing and as I prayed, actually, by the grace of God, as I was praying, I was asking Jazz earlier on. She said, I mean, the pain that was so strong has left with just very small injury. I mean, I can use your words. But the amazing and the encouraging thing that causes me to testify is that uh, even as I was praying for Jazz, Sharon, who wasn't prayed for, she was waiting in line, but the anointing was so great. When I finished praying for Jazz, she said, oh, look, there is no point praying for me anymore. I am already healed. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. God is in the business of healing. It doesn't matter if you prayed yesterday, it didn't work. Keep on praying. Keep on believing. Keep on pushing. One day that the devil will bow to the authority of the name of Jesus. And I may declare today that that day is today. God is still performing miracles. I don't know what your need is. I don't know what difficulty, what challenge. And let me tell you, every one of us, one way or the other, we are faced with challenges. We need to hold on to the promise. We need to hold on to the reality. The reason why I'm sharing these four or five names that are given about Jesus, not only wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, and prince of peace, is because he's still operating in all of these names in everyone's life. But it only takes those who will dare to believe and engage. The application of what I'm saying is that call upon him and call upon him in faith. You have no idea the great testimony that is awaiting you. Hallelujah. The angel that visited Peter as he woke him up, as his chains fell, he told him, follow me. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 1, the apostle Paul wrote to the Corinthian church and told them, look, imitate me as I myself, I imitate Christ. That is to say, we are disciples, we are to follow the leader, Jesus Christ, our main leader. And because we follow him where he is, that is where we are going. And I'm here to tell somebody, that challenge of yours, we will not enter 2019. You didn't hear that. 
in the next two weeks, uh, amazing breakthroughs are going to occur. The supernatural power of God is going to showcase you, will make you look uh, like so happy and so joyous uh, that it will be infectious. Uh, men will know that you serve a living God. I would like us to stand on our feet. Amen. We want to call, to, uh, call on to that God. We want to appeal to that God. I don't know what you are, go- you are going through. But we like you to approach him. Maybe one of these uh, uh, names uh, will be relevant to you. I would like you to make mention of that name. I would like you to pray right now and ask a wonderful uh, 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 counselor and ask uh, the mighty God and ask the everlasting father and ask the prince of peace to intervene in your circumstance. I would like you to raise your voice uh, and pray earnestly. The Bible says in the book of uh, 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 James uh, that the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous person avails much. Uh, I believe uh, testimonies are awaiting us. Uh, so let us dare to believe. Let hope arise in us again. Lift up your voice and pray right now. As the, the, the um, worship team leads us in a word.